everyone. I'm Alex, and I'm the hands behind Lovecraft Crochet, my plush user for the anxious, depressed, autistic, and neurodivergent. Small enough to travel in a purse, backpack, diaper bag, or even your pocket. You can check out my Facebook page or TikTok to see what patterns are available, and stay tuned for the new ones coming out. I also make hats, scarves, blankets, and dice bags for the tabletop gamer or dice goblin in your life. Feel free to order through the page, TikTok DMs, or via email at love.craft.crochet at gmail.com. Now, on to the segment. Due to the graphic and disturbing nature of the crimes discussed, listener discretion is advised. Retrostatic Radio presents Killing 15 Minutes. Hello and welcome to Killing 15 Minutes, where we will give you your serial killer fix in 15 minutes or less, or your podcast is free. I'm Sam Rossi, and shortly I'll be handing a poorly written synopsis of a serial killer to my brother, who hasn't read it, on a serial killer he's most likely hasn't heard of. This should be fun. Good luck, bro. Thanks, Sissy Spacek. Wendell Lightborn, the Moon Mad Murderer, is a Bermudian... Bermudian? Bermudian. Is that really what people from Bermuda are called? I assume so. That's what they said on Wikipedia. Okie dokie, then. Serial killer that was terrorizing the Warwick Parish from 1958 to his capture on October 31st, 1959. Lightborn attacked Florence Flood in her backyard on July 19th, 1958, using a wooden lawnmower. Now, I'm assuming that's one of the, like push ones? I believe so. I would just assume so. Like, cause, or it's one of those... It's not a scythe. No, not a scythe. Uh, we used to have them, um, it, it's pretty much, it is like a scythe. Yeah. Where that's how you cut the grass, except you're pretty much, it's almost like a golf putter. Yes, I know what you're talking about, like, yeah. <laughs> you're yes, slicing <laughs> to hit the ground. No, I believe it was a wooden lawnmower as in pushmore sort of thing. Okay. She would survive. She claimed her attacker might have been her husband. He was then arrested but released due to no evidence of his involvement. And I'm sure that the marriage was great after that. Totally. Hey, who attacked you? Oh, clearly it had to have been my husband. Do you think dinner that night was awkward? Totally. Just, so, honey, I made you a casserole. No, fuck you! We need to have a talk. Ah, I'm sorry. Anyways, then Gertrude Robinson was found outside her cottage in Warwick Parish on March 7th, 1959, badly beaten, nude, and clinging to life. She would be Lightborn's first official murder victim. Footprints around the crime scene showed Robinson being chased down. Some police thought the attacker was the same person who... Attacked Flood. Well, good job on them for guessing that, right? However, many did not, though, and investigated the people in Robinson's life as pretty much two separate cases, although some cops were like... You know, this seems, you know, kind of familiar. A lot of... Uh, that is actually a lot of law enforcement, which it would be, you know, we should investigate these as separate incidents unless there's a linking. Some people being like, oh, there is probably a link. You know what I mean? Yep. By May 8th, 
residents had forgotten about the murder. When neighbors discovered naked and badly beaten on her floor, you didn't put a person's name there. Did I totally miss it? Oh, no, it? no, sorry. You said it halfway through. Oh, oh, okay. This actually sets up for a joke that you made, I think, because you noticed... I'm going to let the audience hear this flood of consciousness writing from you. <clears throat> By May 8th, residents had forgotten about the murders when neighbors discovered naked and badly beaten on her floor. She died shortly after discovery. Dorothy Pierce. Her name was Dorothy Pierce. Bad stoner. Bad Sam. <laughs> I remember that now. A fingerprint was found in her room. Police believes that the two murders were connected this time, officially, and Warwick Parish were swept into a moral panic, arming themselves or abandoning the area for other towns. On July 24th, Rosaline Kenny would be attacked. However, there were four others who heard the struggle, and that caused Lightborn to flee. Kenny gave a description of a large black man giving the police a breakthrough. Vacationer Dorothy Rawlinson went missing on September 27th while at the Southland Beach. Lightborn attacked her, raped her, and then murdered her. He threw her body into the water. Skin divers... I'm Those that... are the divers that uh, just wear the masks. Oh, okay. I was about to say, is that like the, like, um, the no-breather divers? Where it's yeah. like... Okay. So instead of a scuba suit, they just have skin... Which would be why they're called Skin, skin divers. divers. Although that would also make a really cool name for like a type of like malevolent demonic thing. You know, the guy skin walkers. Skin but if you're able to like transfer your like like this is a random fucking thing. Demons in the supernatural universe have to hop into human bodies. Yes. They're skin divers. That's cool. I never thought about it that way. Neither have I, but if anyone wants to steal that naming concept, go for it. <clears throat> Skin divers searched for her body. A craft crane crew would find her mutilated body. A craft crane? It's some type of, uh... Is it like a craft plane? And you just stonered? Maybe. Anyways, local papers wanted everyone fingerprinted to find the killer since there was a fingerprint. Sorry, that felt like five minutes ago when I we brought up that there was a fingerprint at uh, Kenny's place. Anyways, local papers wanted everyone fingerprinted to find the killer. During the investigation, police asked the FBI for help. They declined. Do you, did, in your research, did they say why they declined? No. I would assume it was just that they may not have enough information, but it was also... In the late 50s. Yeah. So they probably also had other important things, because... No, let's be fair, the FBI in the late 50s... Civil rights movement. Had a... Oh, that's going to be its own episode. The FBI in the civil rights movement. Anyways. Um, Scotland, however, sent two officers to try and help. About a month later, they asked local police about Wendell Lightborn, a 19-year-old who worked odd jobs and was known as Donkey. Okay. 
He was convicted of robbery in 1958, and he was questioned on when the flood attack happened because he was seen running from the area. Which is really weird, because big black guy running from an area nowadays... I'm sorry, we're not getting modern politics. I'm sorry. No modern politics. That's the rules. When confronted, he stated he ran because he had nothing to do with the attack, and he wanted to not be around when cops showed up. That's actually a very fair, uh... Since Flood didn't see her attacker, he wasn't questioned any further. In October, he was questioned about these murders now. He maintained he was innocent, but slowly broke and confessed to the Rawlinson murder, which is where I'm assuming that they found out that he chucked her body into the water. Although never linked formally to the other murders, they closed those cases as well after his arrest. Light, Lightborn went to trial in November of 59. He tried to say the murders was an accident, but the jury still sentenced him to death. In 1960, his sentence was commuted to life imprisonment. He was shipped off to the UK for his sentence. Current information is unknown. And that's the end of that chapter. I... I didn't like the fact that they did not... He was not convicted of the other murders. I don't like that they weren't able to really link him to it. Like, while it's laid out that he did this, this, this one, this one, this one, the only reason it is he did these was because that's what local PD said to close the case. Yep. Which, that's why I included that they did not formally charge well, him with no, those. That's, that's actually really... It is one of those things where I think... I always... It's never... I'm going to try and phrase this as politically as possible. It's not that I ever distrust local PD going... We have enough circumstantial evidence to link him to this one, this one, this one, this one. Let's close all the cases. Right. However, it's also one of those things. I don't blame them for doing that. But I also hate when they do that. Like, if there's four semi, you know, an armed robber. Uh, let's say someone's breaking into houses. Just hypothetically. We're not going Boston Strangler or anything like that. We're just going... For glories. If, if in one city there's five home invasions, okay, they find on one of them, you know, at, at the last one, they find a dude that's doing it. You know, he's caught. He fucks, he fucks around, finds out with the wrong house. He gets caught. Right. Okay. I totally understand why local PD would say this one dude did all the other ones. Right. However, if you're unable to link him to those other ones, then I think... I don't think the cases should be closed unless you have absolute proof. Right. That's exactly Evidence like, that this happened. Um, like, he... In he a later enough. episode, for because I just started Notebook 3. Yes, we've now into 3... Uh, with Notebook 3, this guy had, where they couldn't prove that he did the fourth murder, but they put it what they call lay on file. Right. Where basically, if... if it's semi-closed. It's, it's semi-closed. Yes, we believe this person did it. We've proven that he killed the other person that was in the house. Even though we can't prove that he killed her, we, you know, we, we yeah, were, were able to do the, this. 
Right, it's pretty much keep it open, but not not even open. It's it, if it's, something new pops up, it's not it's not in a cl- case closed file. It's right. In, okay, we've we're we're fairly certain it's this person. We, we are a hundred percent sure this person ha- did this, but the dude didn't confess to it, so we're not able to you know pinpoint him a hundred percent. Right. So pretty much link the file, but don't close the case fully. Right, which is what I mean, they do. Yeah, which is what happens a lot, and I again. I totally understand why. It's the Connect Four strategy. It is. Actually, that might be a terrible analogy. Where, but it is one of those, you know. Hey, this unique. This is a unique thing happening right now. Yep. You know, and clearly they can't find a you know middle point like the the ending point. They want to backfill versus keep four separate things. Up, you know what I mean? Right. It's, I get it. I just don't like it. Like what you said, the lay on file or whatever it is. Yeah. I like that idea. I like that as a concept. This one, again, it's another, did you bring me all bland ones this time? Um, maybe. I, and please, I don't mean any disrespect when I say that these are bland murder cases. No, the problem is, is that some, some murderers are. Some murderers are absurd and hilarious. Again, Brutus with his left foot because he likes shoes or the resin cast of one of his victim's tits. Again, not funny, but Ab- kind of funny. It's absurd. Like, that is the, that, that is a scale of, on a 1 to 10, that is like an 8. It is. Yeah, no, I had a, uh, this- the, a lot of them, this notebook... I was trying to go all over. I was trying to go get us from different countries. Okay. And some countries just don't have interesting serial killers. Do you know that there's only like one or th- one or two in Bermuda? I think no. Actually, I didn't. I wouldn't even think that. But I think that's because we don't think about the islands having enough people to. Well, no, I know that there's been uh, Cuban serial killers before. I've actually or, looked up the Cuban ones. I don't, I don't, I can't remember if it was in Cuba specifically. I mean, outside of some political revolutions, but <laughs> now there's one. Uh, there's one in there. He's a uh, Cuban American. Well, we see that a lot, though. Where you know, even if they uh, emigrate to America, yeah. I, I usually chalk that up to, this is again, poor way of phrasing, but an American mindset over a Cuban one. Yes. Does that make sense? That does make sense. This dude, uh, this dude was, uh, his mom was Sirhan, Cuban. Sirhan was, uh, actually no, I believe he was an immigrant. I or he was a child of immigrants. I think he was a child of but immigrants. I, I put that more towards a shit, uh, for those on a serial killer level or a murderer level, not even serial killer, just in general, the conflicting brain neum, like brain spaces of, you know, your home country versus this new one. Right. Can cause, and I know there's a lot of psychi, especially forensic psychologists and shit like that, will be like, not quite, but this is how my brain focuses in on it, is it's almost a tectonic plates. Yes. Where you have this plate of Sweden and this plate of American differences 
and then because you're in a new location, you're already off kilter, so it's very easy to have a mountainous spike of not necessarily violent behavior, but erratic behavior or right. Again, from the previous from the previous episode, your 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 brain train hits 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 some bumpy tracks. Yeah. Sometimes that can trigger, you know, other psychological issues, you know, that would lead to it is logical for me to kill these people. You know what I mean? Stuff I see like what that. you're saying. I'm not saying that that immediately causes it. I'm saying that it's something to think about. It's sort of like how just plain being overstressed can trigger a bipolar disorder, a manic episode. Yep. Stuff like that. I swear I'm not manic today. Now then, final thoughts. He was boring. I, I would have liked to know a little bit more. Like, I really wish he did say that, yes, he did, you know. Why he did per- these things? Well, well not why, not, At least but... the initial one. Yeah. Because with the initial one, you know, then you could follow a somewhat logical trail. Because it was random beating of this woman, if... He was the one who did all of these. Right. Random beating of this woman for no apparent reason. Beating and raping this woman. Raping and killing this woman. Raping and killing and drowning this woman. Right. Yeah, I know. And you you could backfill it to be, you know, well, he was planning on raping... The first one. Planning on raping the second one, you know. Right. But... With, it is one of those without the linking overarch like the overarching plot. If he happen, if it was now, he would have had D- they would have probably DNA tested everything, and all four cases would have been connected because of his DNA. But if he f- had any, if he did leave any DNA at the first two scenes, right? But it would have also been. <laughs> but the DNA. But here's also the weird thing: if this happened in America now. The black guy running from the scene might have been shot. This is true. This uh, is again, true. It, it is one of those things where, but then, I know you can have some right wingers there. Yeah, and if he was shot, those other women would still be alive. That's not the point. Not the point at all. And the fact that some people will still try defending, shoot first, let God sort it out is fucking stupid. On a legal level. Legal level. Anywho, I'm apparently going to be spicier today. Can't wait for y'all to hear whatever happens next week, because if I'm starting to slip into the political tirades now, just wait. Please tell me the next guy's not black. I don't know. Oh, we got a strangler next week. Cool beans. There you go, guys. I'm AJ, and I will talk with y'all later. Later. Killing 15 Minutes is hosted by Arthur Carey, with scripts written and researched by Sam Rossi. If you like this episode or want to stay updated on this series, consider following Killing 15 Minutes on Patreon or Retrostatic Radio on all major social media platforms. Good night and God bless. You're watching Retrostatic Radio!